I am so happy that you're able to join us for this extended interview. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get more killer resources. joining us for this extended interview with Steve where he's going to share how to achieve early retirement. Hey Steve, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Great. So before we dig deep and you give us all of these tips and tricks on how to achieve early retirement, can you tell us a little bit more about you and why you live an offbeat life? Yep. Um, So our story is I was never... um, satisfied with what I did for a living. I worked in IT. I graduated in 2005 and I immediately went into my career and I assumed the position of a, of, of, you know, a typical person where I'm rising the ranks, I'm getting raises and bonuses. And of course I'm spending the large majority of my money. I did that for more than a decade, just accumulating more and more stuff, bigger things, more expensive things. Um, but it got to the point where I finally admitted to myself that even with my good job, even with my house in the suburbs, even with all my cars, like I had a supercharged Corvette, I had a Cadillac, I had a racing motorcycle, even with all that stuff, I still wasn't all that happy. I knew I needed to make a change. I couldn't keep on living like this. So when I met my uh, my wife in 2012, um, shortly before we were getting we were going to get married, uh, we had a decision to make. We had now two incomes, my income as well as hers, because she worked full time in engineering. Um, we had a decision to make. We can either combine incomes and live like rock stars, or we can mm-hmm. combine incomes, save the large majority of it, and start to execute a little bit more freedom in our lives. And for us, that happened to include travel. And then obviously now you and your wife have early retirement. Now, when you were thinking about this idea, how did you start and prepare the process for early retirement? Yeah, I think the first step is to understand exactly where your money is going now. And then decide for yourself whether that spending is genuinely making you happy or not. And if that spending genuinely supports the future goal of early retirement. And one of the things that, that I always like to bring up is, you know, buying the morning coffee at, at like a Starbucks or, or, or somewhere else, even when there's free coffee at the office. Each time you spend four or five bucks, that's not a lot from a day-to-day perspective, but that adds up. And if you include compounding interest in that equation, that adds up to thousands and thousands of dollars every single year. So those little little decisions like that, when added up as a whole, really start to paint a picture about where your money is going. And once you realize where your money is going, you can start to decide more objectively whether your money is going to something that you actually enjoy, whether it's going to something that makes you happy, and most importantly, if it's supporting your future goal, if that happens to be early retirement. So what are some of the roadblocks you both face preparing for early retirement? I think the biggest one is not living like my coworkers 
for the longest time, we, we went out to bars and happy hours and things like that after work. And, and we spent probably 40, 50, 60 bucks a pop doing that. If you have a more traditional view of retirement, that doesn't make all that big of a, big of a deal as long as you don't go overboard, of course. For us, we really had to, to live within our own sense of, I guess, what's sensible to us. And sometimes that meant we're not doing as many things um, with our friends and our, our coworkers. And that can be a little bit of a struggle, at least early on. I think the more you do that, the easier it gets. But making that initial transition, that was tough. And I think deciding on what expenses is go- are, are going to contribute to our happiness and contribute to our, our future goals, that process isn't easy. It takes some trial and error, and there's a lot of gray areas. There, there's a lot of wiggle room. Um, but I think the more you do it, the easier that, that whole process gets. Now, how did you and your wife know how much you actually needed so you don't run out of your savings? We used what's called the Trinity Study or the 4% rule. We used that as our foundation. So at Trinity University back in the 80s, a few professors got together and their goal was to come up with a percentage of your net worth. So the total amount of money that you have that you can spend on a yearly basis and never run out of cash. And this assumes that you're invested in the stock market. So even through recessions and depressions, there's a percentage number that you can spend and stand a reasonably good chance of never running out of money. Now, there are no guarantees in life. This isn't a a 100%. But what these researchers came up with is about 4% of your net worth most people can spend throughout the years and stand a reasonably good chance of never running out of their money. So for us, that was basically 25 times our annual spending we needed to have as our net worth. So for us, that amount came back to about a million dollars. So for us, before we retired early, we wanted in the neighborhood of a million dollars net worth before we really felt comfortable retiring early. Wow. And that's incredible that you were able to do that and be really sensible about it as well. Yeah. I mean, it, it definitely takes practice that like I was saying, that initial hurdle of living more typical life to an atypical life, that initial step is hard. It's like starting a new diet. Once you first start eating differently, that's tough. That That's really not easy. You're not comfortable with that. But the longer you do it, the more you do it, the um, definitely the easier it gets. Yeah. Now, where do you invest your money so you can actually have access to it before you retire? Yeah, and this is a really important question because if all your money is tied up in your retirement accounts, that's going to be really tough to to retire early because yeah. you can't get at it before 59 and a half without penalty. However, there are some loopholes in the system that will allow you to get at that money. We don't like to use those. We don't like to depend on those. So one thing that we did when we were both working full-time jobs – we did a couple things. One, we opened up something called a brokerage account. We happen to use Vanguard, but all bunch of uh, you know a whole bunch of investment companies like Fidelity and others offer brokerage accounts, and those are just taxable accounts. So after you get your income from your company, you can invest 
a certain amount of money in those accounts, and they will grow in the stock market like your retirement accounts would. However, the difference is you can buy and sell whenever you want. You have access to that money whenever you want. Of course, there you, you have to pay capital gains taxes, of course, um, but you, you're not restricted based on age about when you can uh, pull those funds back out of your brokerage account. And the next thing we did is establish a, an emergency fund. And a lot of people use savings accounts. Some people use money market accounts. Both savings and money, money market accounts offer low risk but low build savings potentials for your money. Uh, so you're not going to gain a lot, but you're but but you're not going to you're probably not going to lose either, depending on on what kind of account that you invest in. So for us, we saved three years, three to four years of living expenses in an ally savings account, and of course we can pull from that and and devote to it as much as we want, you know, as, as whenever basically. Um, that is very liquid money that we have access to. Yeah, and you don't have to wait until you're in your 60s when regular people are retiring. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. And then, of course, there's Social Security later on. I think a lot of people just assume that Social Security isn't going to be around when they turn 65. I don't happen to believe that. I think there's always going to be something there. But be that as it may, there is that money, too, that you will be able to uh, to draw from and use once you get to that age. But there's a lot of years before that, depending on, on how old you are now, of course. And really using your investment potential outside of your long-term retirement accounts, that's how your money builds for the near term. And that's how you build your nest egg that you can actually pull from when you retire early. Yeah, and these are such great strategies, especially for people who are really young and want to do this early retirement, right? What we like to do is we like to make this, think of it as like a pay yourself first method of money management. So when you get paid, fully invest in your retirement accounts. By the end of our careers, my wife and I were both maxing out our 401ks and our Roth IRAs at work. So those were taken care of. We never have to worry about those. The money left over, brokerage accounts, um, money left over from that, savings account. And then at the very end, all the, the money that happened to be left over, that's what we would use to you know, play around with and you know, the gym membership, the restaurants here, uh, here and there. So fund retirement first, live on, on the rest second. So if someone is also thinking about doing this and they've done, you know, most of the things that you've talked about or even all of them, when do they know they're actually ready to do this? Because even if you have the money, you've thought about all the savings, how to access your money that you have saved, there's still that fear, right? So yep. mm -hmm. <laughs> how do you actually know when you're finally ready to take the plunge to leave your job and to do this? I think the answer to that is 100% mental. Now, of course, this assumes that, like you said, everything from a financial perspective is there. You have money that you can access. You have a reasonable expectation that you'll be able to live out many, 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 many years without, without having to worry. So if all that is already there, then it's really your, your mental ability to take that plunge. And for some of us, it's going to be way harder than it is for others. For me, it happened to be pretty easy because I'm a very risk tolerant person. 
For my wife, it was a little bit tougher because she is more of a risk-averse person. And I think it's good that we married each other because she keeps me sane and I kind of pulled her along for for some of the more you know weird or, or adventurous stuff. So I think together that works out really well. But if you're both risk-averse people, that's going to be pretty tough to, even if you think you're already, to pull that plug. And really, you know, it all just, it comes down to making that decision and say, okay, we met our goal. I'm not going to work one more year. A lot of people fall, fall into the just one more year syndrome. I'm not going to do that. We met our goal. I'm doing it. I'm calling it quits. That's way easier said than done. But once you do that, I mean, that's, that's how this process works, making the decision and then going through with it. Yeah. It's just like pulling off the Band-Aid. Just do it. Once exactly. Ready, just do it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So Steve, <laughs> if our listeners want to know more about you, if they have more questions about early retirement, where can they find you? I blog about early retirement and personal finance at thinksaveretire.com. And you could also find me on Twitter at thinksaveretire, all one word. Thank you so much, Steve. These tips are so helpful. I am so happy that you were able to talk to us today. Likewise, I, I certainly hope that what I said resonated with uh, with some people and maybe got maybe got the ball rolling. We'll yeah, see. Definitely did with me. So. <laughs> Perfect. Love it. Thank you, Steve. <laughs> All right. You're very welcome. I hope you enjoyed this extended interview with Steve. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get the full interview with Steve where he shares how to do early retirement and travel in an Airstream. Thanks for joining me on this extended interview. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We can also chat some more on Facebook at The OB Live. I'll talk to you soon.